You were just like I did at your age. Please don't say that, Dad. I'm 16 years old. I'm not a child. Don't you take that tone of voice with me, young lady. Love you, Dad. I love you too, son. You're listening to Honey. We made a Disney podcast. Two friends since first grade, now dads reliving the Disney movies we grew up on with our own kids. I'm Eddie Ferguson. And I'm JB Wagner. And on today's episode, we are airlifting our sizable review of Operation Dumbo Drop. But first, Eddie, how are the kids? How's the family? We're doing good. I was uh, going to ask you if you guys have uh, discovered this short show on Disney Plus called Bluey. No. Have you guys watched Bluey? No, we haven't. Okay. This is the the new obsession right now. It's our, our family watch. They're these... It is uh, these it one. It's an Australian cartoon, so I have no idea how Disney has it and it's on there, but it's like put out in Australian by like the Australian government or something. And it's about this family of dogs, (laughs) this kid named Bluey. But it's the cutest, cutest cartoon. And most of the episodes have to do with the dad and the two kids on some like imaginative journey or whatever. And we are. So most um, uh, mornings, because like on Saturday mornings, we will like we'll do Saturday morning cartoons with dad. Right. Like that's kind of a special thing. And um, but now like every morning, Lewis is waking up going (laughs) bluey, bluey. We watch bluey, bluey. Like, no, buddy. Like, we only do that on Saturdays. He's like, no, bluey, bluey. And his only prescription is more bluey. So you guys have not heard of Bluey? No, we haven't. It's super cute. It's really fun. It's a it's a cute little, and the, like they're five minutes an episode or whatever. Yeah, we uh, on a recent trip we did, we learned that we do not like the short videos that like because we'll download a bunch of bunch of videos for oh. a trip. Yeah, for a trip is bad. Yeah, you don't want to do the five the five because then my wife is like constantly having to reach back to push forward if it doesn't go yep. through no you you do a couple you do a few movies in there and 20 minutes at least 20 minutes at yep. least episodes yeah that's where mickey mouse clubhouse is clutch it's like a good 22 minutes it's uh yeah though that that's that's usually what we pick and go for the long one or our van has the little screens in it but we Ooh. only allow him to watch something if we're like going on a really, really long road trip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mom got him this Bearstein Bears, which he just says Bear Bears. He can't get Bearstein. Bears. Bears. I, I watched Bears. And uh, and so we're like, no, no, you know, we're not going on a trip. Like we're just driving to the other side of town or whatever. And he goes, okay, we we go on trip then? We go on a trip? <laughs> that is the other other way to do this. Yes, just go on a trip so that I can watch my Bearstein Bear videos. That is awesome. That is adorable. Well, we have uh, a little bit of Disney news to talk about today. Um, when you're listening to this, it might, it'll have been a week past, but I uh, did not want to forget this as we are um, talking about mm-hmm. um, Disney news. Uh, Marvel decided to randomly give us a, a, little, a little gift today 
uh, a basically it. What would you? How would you describe this video, Eddie? What what what's the what's the concept for this? Um. Well, one, it's almost like the uh, the greatest hits mm-hmm. of the Marvel Cinematic Universe up yep. to this point. Um, and then like here's pretty much what we've got finished in these upcoming films that are coming out and you know the next two because i think we saw footage of like black widow and shang chi yep um but then the rest it was just title cards and potential opening dates there was also uh we'll come back to that but there was also a little bit of footage of eternals this is our first time seeing oh yeah a little bit of of eternals Eternals. we gotta see angelina jolie and some well, that comes. This is going to be a full year because you get mm-hmm. Black Widow this month or next month. Uh, we get Black Widow in July. July, July. Let's move back to July. Shang Chi in the fall. Yep. Um, Eternals, I think, is coming around no- November. November. Yes. Yeah. And then probably the one I'm most excited for because I'm really liking these. Uh, Spider Man No Way Home. Comes yes. Out at Christmas time. Christmas time movie. It's been a while since we've had a good Christmas time movie. Yeah, I mean, I think they're definitely... So I was intrigued by... um, They had live footage, not live, but like footage from people watching the film inside of a movie theater. Oh, that was was an amazing... I I mean, and that's kind of goosebump moment for sure. When when, Um, when on the on your left and and people losing their minds as everyone starts coming back. Avengers assemble, you know, and yeah. I mean, I remember that Still in the theater. Goosebumps. It's almost like they're trying to stir up a resurgence for the movie going industry. It's not they're trying. That is the first half of this film. It, and possibly even a bigger play at just getting people to go back, back to, to the theaters. Because they're yeah. they're priming the pump right now. It's all very all the all the text on screen, the first half of this is just Kind of like nostalgia. Remember uh-huh. how we are your family and we're like this without specifically saying go to the theaters. It's right. um it it's it's a play for that. It's a play for them to for to start getting you to start wanting to come back. For sure, for sure. And I think this the so the groundwork has been laid. I haven't seen it yet, but uh Godzilla versus King Kong or the other way around. I don't know if you heard about this. But it's like explode, quote unquote, exploding at the block box office where it is doing much better than they ever anticipated it. Yep. Um, and they're just saying like that that was the signal that people are really the bad ready. Signal. Yeah, that Although people are ready how, to get I don't back know in the good uh, Mortal Kombat did. <laughs> I'm guessing it didn't didn't quite do as good as uh, Kong uh, Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, but, but I think there's definitely a stirring. Um, uh, all the East Coast states just announced that by pretty much by the end of May, all restrictions, you know, most restrictions will be lifted. Like there's huge changes. Uh, Florida just said like no restrictions whatsoever. Nashville, on Nashville has just uh, done that too. They're still keeping in uh, mask uh, mandates, but uh, the city of Nashville yeah. also rolling back. We've, we've already seen uh, California do a lot of that. Um, and it's not that now I know I'm probably in the minority, but I've been waiting for a reason to go to the theaters. It's not so right. much I'm waiting. I'm I'm not going. 
it's there's not anything to see. I want them yeah, to I've seen, fully let us let like give me something to go watch. I've seen two movies in the past year in theaters. Um, Wonder Woman, which was like oh, <laughs> such a disappointment. Um, and then the second one that I saw, we we went and saw Raya and the Last Dragon. Did you see Tenet? Oh, yeah. We did see Tenet in the theaters. So there's been three in the past year. But that's about about it. But I think for most people, like three movies in a year, they're like, wow, that's a lot. You know, we don't go to the movies three. But not for us. I was was an avid, uh, well, I mean, I I had movie pass uh, a couple years ago. But even as recent as early last year, I still I had uh, my uh, AMC stubs. So well, that's your introvert therapy. Introvert therapy. It's a good. But no, like Sarah and I went on a date the other night, and there was nothing. Like we really wanted to go to the movies, and there was nothing, nothing, nothing playing, nothing worth seeing. Exactly. And exactly. we actually showed up early, and my parents who were watching the kids for us, they're like, "Wow, you guys are kind of back early," and we're like, "Yeah." We well, here's what's really disappointing. We went to the mall, um, because we're like, oh, that'll be fun. So we went to Keystone. We're like, this will be fun. We'll go Keystone? to Keystone. Yeah, we went to the Keystone Mall. Isn't and that where like all the shootings happen? <laughs> no, no, that's Lafayette. La- which is Lafayette Scare. Lafayette. Yeah, yeah. No, Keystone's the fashion mall with the Apple You're Store right. that's and Warby right. Parker. That's right. Our our, our our listener our two, our three listeners right now are getting a very detailed view of Indianapolis malls right now. So, but the Apple Store you couldn't just go in and browse. You had to be you had to wait in line until an employee could come and walk with you through the store, and you can only tell them like one or two items that you could that you wanted to check out. Wow, and I'm like. Because I'm, you you know, like you go to the Apple store and you're like, oh, I kind of want to just see the new iPhone. All right, I'll play yeah, around the new with IMAX the that just Pros, came out. Yeah. New IMAX, see if those are in. Ooh, the HomePod minis, like I haven't seen those in person. Let me go check that out. You know, and like that's just the whole Apple store experience. And they're like, no, like what are the one or two items that you want to see? And the guy literally was said, um, it'll be 35 minutes to an hour before an employee will be ready to walk with you. And I'm like, and I looked at him, I said, 35 minutes to an hour just so I could like see how small the iPhone mini is, you know, like, come on. Said, so is this like a virtual queue where I could like walk away and come back? Oh no. If you leave, then you lose your spot in line. I said, I just want to, you know, by then I was frustrated. I'm like, I just want to see the, the (laughs) iPhone 12 mini and it's right there inside the door. Can you like walk me? It's like, can you just walk me to there? I'll keep my hands in my pockets. I won't touch it. I just want to see. I just want to see if it's like super tiny. And so they, they're like, okay, all right, we can do that. We can do that. So I need the movies to come back. I need to we go need it, see some Marvel flicks here. I did. There was I, I, the scene from the seat in the theater that I'm glad you made me stop and watch that because it was like, mm, it was that. It was so good. It wasn't enough just to look up uh, all the Twitter and Reddit feeds from this. You needed to actually watch the video. It was fun. A couple nuggets from it as I'm just kind of scrubbing through uh, the doctor. um, uh, Several of these, we already knew the title, but we did have a few um, new titles that we, not new character titles, but just subtitles to what the movies were. 
Um, this wasn't a subtitle, but Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. You can see a little bit of Wanda's uh, um, silhouette behind it if you look closely. Yeah. Um, a couple other things we're about Love and Love, Thor, Love and Thunder. Big one was Black Panther Two, Wakanda, Wakanda forever, forever, which they made sure to get in to the trailer earlier. Uh, the Marvels, not just Mar- M- Captain Marvel, but the Marvels. Mm-hmm. Is this uh, Captain Marvel 2 or is this, I'm guessing that's what this is, right? Or is there something else happening here? Is there another series I don't know about called <laughs> Captain Marvel? Um, so I'm just checking this out really quick. I believe it is a sequel to Captain Marvel, but okay. it is going to be set up by the Disney Plus series Miss Marvel. That comes out later this year. Ah, oh, that that's this year that Miss Marvel comes out. Oh, interesting. I can see one of the actor actresses mm-hmm. is going to be in it. Monica Rambeau is going to be coming back in for that mm-hmm. one. Um, uh, but then, uh, yeah, the rest of them kind of we knew. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. I think we already knew the title of that. Maybe did we know Ant Man and the Wasp was be Quantumania? That's I think we title. did. Yeah, or yeah, there was there was something there was something about the quantum realm. Um, yeah. I remember it being, but anyways. We and we get no date or really title, but um Feige finally gets to do his own Fantastic Four film. Which, Are you sure? Yeah. Is that is that what the ending logo is, or is it just four. because this is phase four? No, 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 no. It's Fantastic Four. You sure? The, the Wikipedia page I'm looking at right now says that it's phase that it's Fantastic Four. Okay. Okay. And that I will. at at the July nineteenth San Diego Comic Con, Feige announced Marvel Studios was developing a Fantastic Four film for the MCU, and John Watts was announced as the director. Okay. You don't believe they're me? Gonna, are they going to bring back Chicklis for the uh, <laughs> the rock guy from the previous one? It is interesting that they're bringing uh, the Fantastic Four in here because. Uh, what's his name played uh, Captain America and was in one of the Chris original Evans. Um, Chris Evans was in one in of the, the previous ones, two. but it's very interesting to see uh, to go back and watch clips from him because he was kind of that he was the Chris Pratt kind of air, but mixed with Thor um, sure. character kind of arrogant whatever airhead kind of guy loose cannon um, and the 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 big turn he made, like Captain America, completely changed his career, completely changed his legacy as an actor. But, anyways, which one are you most excited for here? Um, I am gonna say, I mean, that multiverse of madness is gonna be interesting because you've got obviously you've got, especially with what, how Wanda left left mm. off. I'm so yeah. intrigued by what she's gonna be doing later but also i know nothing about shang chi and the legend of the Ten. anyone that i don't know anything about i'm super interested in like sure. shang chi the eternals um there's there's so many in here that i don't i just don't know anything about so uh i gotta say i'm excited for um spider-man no way home yep that they're bringing back all three all all the previous two Spider-Man That's actors. That's right. Uh, and the, um, their villains. That is so fun. Yeah, so Jamie Foxx is coming back. I will say this. It's fun, except for I'm not like super excited about 
um, Tobey Maguire. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've never been a Tobey Maguire fan. So. Yeah, so, and that's the thing, like, I never liked the Tobey Toby Maguire Spider-Man, so I was never a big Spider-Man fan. I really liked the Andrew Garfield ones. I was a big fan of those, um, especially the first one. Um, and then I've really liked the MCU one, so I think it'll be interesting. It'll be fun. Yep. So that is it for our Disney news. I feel like I should have had some like dun 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 dun, like ending to our Disney news section or something. But uh, that would be a fun sound effect. To that add. would be. Maybe I can see if I can find that somewhere. We'll see. Uh, but today, uh, what we're really here to talk about uh, with whatever remaining time we have is to talk about uh, uh, another 1995 film, one of the 30,000 that came out from Disney in 1985, uh, which is the movie Operation Dumbo Drop. Cue the Disney sound effect. Okay. IMDb description for Operation Dumbo Drop. Yes, that is a real movie that was made in 1995. Okay. To keep the loyalty of a village during the Vietnam War, a U.S. Army officer and his unit struggle to deliver it a live elephant. Yes, that is the the legit... Uh, storyline of this film <laughs> it's the it's the unimaginative description of unimaginative this. interesting right. there's no descriptors here there there um, isn't any it's literally a this is this what is happened. this is what happens so had you seen this movie no. prior to this view nope. this was your first time first first watch first watch see that and that's what's funny is um this was sarah's first viewing as well and i thought for sure that this might be one that that she had had um no, this was a this was one of my mom's favorites. She would always want to watch it as well. Um, she's a big Danny Glover fan too, so okay. that makes sense. Um, but no, yeah, Operation Dumbo Drop was always a um, a big one, and we Ote Botat was um, a common saying in our house. <laughs> Ote Botat. Ote Botat. Oh, bo- okay, gotcha. Yeah, the elephant's uh- name. Uh, what were the uh, what were the scenes or the nostalgia you had going back through and rewatching this? I'm guessing for the first time in a while, unless you popped this in immediately once you got your Disney Plus account. No, but I don't think it was like immediately on Disney Plus because I remember searching for it or something like, "Ooh, I wonder if okay. they have Operation Dumbo Drop." Um, what was a scene? I think the especially like thinking back to being a kid and the scenes that are the funniest is having to give the tranquilizer suppository. <laughs> That's a very scientific term for what they did. I won't go into <laughs> greater detail there. Uh-huh. Um, that I remember like as soon as that whole sequence like starts playing out and everything, I was like really flashing back to it as a child thinking this is hysterical um and then of course when they're like running and he jumps up into the back of the truck and jumps into the middle of all of the elephant poop and stuff I was like oh yeah i remember this as a kid and thinking this was hysterical so, what i didn't remember was how much like geopolitical um storyline was in this right like how much they really did um 
talk about the Vietnam War and just kind of all the little details and stuff in that. I'm like, that just flew over my head as a kid, I guess. And then as, now as I'm watching it as an adult, um, yeah, it was, um, I was like, oh, wow, there's a lot more in this than I, than I realized. My, my question that I kept on asking throughout, because evidently this was inspired sure. by a true story. Yeah. The question I kept asking was, why did they make this movie? Because it's the most random of storylines of, I know it was based off of, I don't, I don't know to what degree of it, it was real, probably like about 5% of this, of just like, they heard about the story of them having to airlift a, a an elephant into a tribe or something like that for the during the Vietnam War, and they're like, let's make a movie about it. Let's create a whole thing about it. But why? What was the, like most of the time it comes from some sort of like, Oh, people are really into superhero movies, superhero comics. We're going to make more comic book movies. Oh, this is really big right now. We're going to we're going to ride this wave or we're going to follow this trend. Was this literally just this is the only cuz there's obviously a lot of Vietnam War movies. Was this just one of those like Disney didn't want to get left out of the Vietnam stories. And this is literally the only Vietnam story they can tell because it's supposed to be somewhat heartwarming. Yeah. For Disney to actually do it themselves. Like there's really not that many other stories they could have told um, without hurting their brand. Well, I mean, this is the story of Disney in the nineties, right? Like they're the film we're going to look at next week is the classic tale of that. Um, but this one very much so where they're just willing to try anything and put anything out there because it's a gamble. They're, yeah, they're just trying to see what hits and what registers um, where, you know, the Disney model of the 80s and 70s was they would just make a few films every once in a while. Like you would get a live action every few years you'd get an animation every few years and so they just needed to start churning out content more and more um i found this really great quote by dennis leary who is in this film which you got to admit this 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 movie has a really phenomenal cast ray liotta danny glover um dennis leary we even got sanka from cool runnings they brought him, they brought him, they brought him across with a, another lucky rabbit foot yep Uh, Dennis Leary said that this movie was so painstakingly terrible because it took a long time to shoot that all of us actually had pictures of the things that we were going to buy with our money to keep us going. (laughs) He, He said he had a picture of this property in Connecticut. Ray Liotta had a picture of a house that he was building outside L.A. And Danny Glover had a picture of a property in San Francisco he was going to buy. That's how we could get through it. Oh, that is incredible. <laughs> that is amazing. And you've got to admit, like, yeah, if you're you're working with a live animal, you're working with a child actor, and you're doing a ton of location shots. Location. Like, tons of this is on location. There's no way that that was uh, uh, just a fun, happy time all the time. Oh, absolutely not. I'm and and with with zero. Uh, and it's not like they're doing a film that's like an Oscar bait, like right intent. No, this is a Disney film. <laughs> this is not going to be anywhere near. And, and all of anything. them had 
they were just on the other side of their peak. Yep. I'll, just, I would give you that. Yeah. You know, so it, it kind of makes sense that like so for them, saying, they had to do this because. Oh, they probably paid him a ton of money. Although, right. I mean, Danny Glover is still kind of, I mean, he just coming off of, granted, he's coming off of, no, he's coming off of Angels in the Outfield. So, yeah, maybe he's probably is right in that mode. And then we lost him for a little bit. He kind of resurfaced here or there. But yeah. this, you're right. This is the tail end. I, I'll give you that. Yeah, we're starting to kind of. Slip yeah, that's that's bit. what I just felt the whole time. I was like, this is the most random story that someone was just like, we need to tell this, or it could have just been, hey, there's, we're just gonna pick something out of the news, kind of like the um, like Cool Runnings. Hey, that's crazy. I wonder if we can build a story around that. Then there's this. Hey, some some guys during the Vietnam War dropped a elephant in the middle of, took time to do an elephant drop in the middle. We can probably build a story around that. Um. Yeah, that's but that was my overwhelming desire. It's like, why, why this story? Because I, I mean, I know, I know that I'm not the biggest animal lover. I don't, what? I, I'm not, not as, not as like really in tune with my primal feelings or something like that. I don't know what the right. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I, I was, I was, it was pain. It was hard to watch this film for me. Yeah, I got to say, this was one of the first times that I had like a very super nostalgic feel of a movie from my childhood that it like really disappointed. Like I was just oh. like, oh, this is um, it just it has so many like really like slow moments where it just loses all momentum yeah. and it's just like. Brr. And I, I mean, I appreciate the. Um, the attempts to try and like, um, I don't know, show show another side of war, try and show that there are the things they regretted, things they regretted, things that like um, there are those who are trying to still remain honorable in the midst of something that's so terrible, you know, especially a lot of the things that Danny Glover, you know, he's kind of got a couple of key speeches in there that I'm like, Okay, I appreciate that attempt there, and I, I I like what you're trying to put out there, but it's um it just has so many slow moments in it, and so that was shocking. That I was like, usually like my nostalgia, like I just kind of the nostalgia wins out for me, and in this one, I'm like, ooh, it's just not there. I thought it was. The kid is really awkward in this. You weren't. He wasn't a number one for you, Eddie. He was a ten. No. <laughs> you are ten. You are number ten. This <laughs> many. Even when we were trying to come up with like the opening for this, there wasn't a ton of like, oh, we can riff off this one great one liner or this right, like, funny right. moment. I had a hard time like try even writing the things down. I did. There was kind of scenarios like when they're like, why are they doing the elephant? <gasps> It's the Republican Party. It's Richard yeah. Nixon. That was kind of funny. Um, uh, but overall, I just had like scenarios that I wrote down that um, I, I just I just wasn't. Yeah, I it left me. It didn't have much to ha- to like gravitate to. This was a just get through it kind of kind of film. Yeah, and that's what's funny is um, now his name is Doug E.D., though we refer to him as Sanka. Um, he, he's he got a couple of like funny little moments and kind of bits here and there, but none are anywhere near as memorable as what no. he got in 
um, in Cool Runnings. So that's kind of, yeah, like he's a fun, um, likable character the whole way through. And kind of the other, um, his counterpart, uh, Farley, um, you know, that's kind of a fun little bit through there, but not really. Was it? Yeah. Just wasn't enough to really kind of launch it. Here's some of my uh, random questions from this film, mm. other than just like, why did they make this? Um, okay. So one, wh- how much do you think crunch bars paid to sponsor <laughs> this film? Cause they're, they, they, they pulled a Reese's pieces in this for sure. And it's, um, like from ET. Yeah. And it's not going to, um, have the cinematic history that Reese's pieces has. Especially cause he throws up the crunch bars immediately after <laughs> getting on the ground. So that was it. I was trying to figure out if, uh, was PETA actually involved in the, in the, in the, or did PETA like see this film and go like, okay, we're going to wield our force to actually make sure that, uh, we know elephants involved. were harmed in the making of this film. Yeah, maybe. But at the same time, there's so many ele- like, wait a minute. Are they really going to do they have a is that a real elephant on a on a random truck that they're just driving around in the middle? Of, like, is that a real elephant? Is it not? There's so many different moments where it's like, OK, this had him get on an aircraft. Ca- like. This the, no wonder this was a nightmare for the actors and stuff, because there was just so many things as as well as just the physics of that of the whole um actually the him leaving the plane coming down and then what's his name flies really far down and ray Liotta gets and then gets on the elephant while he's trying to save the elephant i'm like that's not how physics works if you're both falling you can't mount it and then be doing normal things with your body would continue to like be pushed up by the whatever so I, there, I was thinking too much about the physics of the falling elephant. Um, it was it was Which it I, was crazy. I can't remember. Um, yes, okay. So like they made a fiberglass elephant and put them in. You know, so they they actually parachuted something that looked like. <clears throat> um, an elephant. And that's why it looked weird. <laughs> the and that's whole, why it looked the whole time. Weird. But um, IMDb is saying that while they were filming the parachute scenes, the parachute failed to open for three of the six fiberglass elephant replicants. And so they, they just smashed. Yeah. That's amazing. Amazing. Can you tell me, here's another question I have. Why were the Viet Cong so intent on not allowing them to bring a new elephant back to the village? <laughs> I I don't know the Viet Cong personally. Um, it just seemed like a very weird, like, why are these guys? Doing? <gasps> They're trying to bring an elephant back to do the one that we shot. We can't well, allow this must not stand. I think what they're trying to prevent is like the village falling in love with the Americans and helping them more. Fine. Is my guess. Is my guess. Any more random questions for me here? I don't even know if any of them are worth. I, I think I think I had most of the random questions that I was uh, um, thinking about. This movie um, opened against another classic um, 1995 film. Uh, it opened against Waterworld. Have you ever seen Waterworld? I've, yes, I have. 
and Water World of One and beat it out. And Waterworld is like a joke of a movie. <laughs> right. Like that's just how we <laughs> I want to put this into yeah. perspective into perspective for you. Is like it did Water not do well World. for them. Danny Glover did not did not do well for for Yeah. The the, the Disney fan site itself says Waterworld soundly beat Operation Demo Drop. Okay. Operation Demo Drop drowns trying to compete against Waterworld. <laughs> oh goodness. This yeah, this film, I there were no standout performances to speak of. There was no heart war were you like really heart was it heartwarming to see them at the very end when they when they didn't shoot them down because uh, I I I'm not going to shoot a a flying elephant. A flying elephant. Um no, I think the most heartwarming moment through all of this. Um, when you got to stop and not watch it anymore, because that was no. I was gonna me. say the uh, the building montage. Anytime I get a montage, montage. I'm, you know they're welding and the elephants helping them out. You know, moving and holding things in place while they're welding, and um, you know that's that's a team coming together. That is that is the moral of the story is we got to work together, especially team. when it means uh, bringing an elephant to a random village. Teamwork makes the dream work. Do you think he got his job back? Do you think that he would do you think he was dishonorably discharged? Discharged? You think all of them got their jobs back when they finally? No, they did because they were. Uh, yeah, because they cause caught they, like that whole unit. They caught they caught all the people. But you would think yeah. they would still get court martialed or something for Stealing a plane and crashing a plane, or no? I guess it didn't crash. I think they flew they it. They, the they they landed yeah. that back, but they were like couldn't do more flights. Right. Oh goodness, what a movie, Eddie. Do you have any other final <laughs> final things about this film? Um. Wow. I feel bad. Like this is I. I have such conflict here because I remember it like fond memories of like getting together as a family and watching this movie, but. I don't. Neither this was do such a weird experience. Usually, like when I sit down and watch one of these films that we watched a lot as a family, I'm like, "Oh, this is why we love this. This uh, this is so great." And this one, it was like, "Why did we like this one so much?" It's yeah, it's just kind of. I think we all know what we're going to be rating this then. Solid two and a half. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> oh, it's not even. It's almost not even worth putting out a number for this thing because it's it was so bad <sighs> poor operation demo drop i'm sad like it could have had a lot of potential like it could have what if this could have had a lot i guess the actors they chose but still. i mean it's a it's a it's a fun concept right like it's a over-the-top interesting concept i think it just needed maybe Better writing, some better. Well, it, it was just. I, I think they're up a up a creek from the get go because it's just hard to tell a, unless you're going to go full slapstick. Sure, it's hard to have a, a Vietnam setting, for a supposed supposedly for a, a kids, family for film. a family film. That's yeah. just that's so asking true. a lot. Yeah, and there's the very elephant. there's very little you can do to make the Vietnam War family friendly. Yep, and entertain. It's just like that's not really. Yeah, work. yeah. So if it was just inspired by a true story, like change it around a bit. Yep. I don't know. So 
So that is it. That is our heavy, lengthy review of Operation Dumbo Drop. Uh, Eddie, what is the next film that we are going to be covering? <laughs> we, I think 1995 is when Disney learns, like, maybe we shouldn't be cranking out a ton of movies all the time. <laughs> um, next week, we will be looking at A Kid in King Arthur's Court. See, I can at least understand the logic of this because there's always going to be a time where people are like, you know, we haven't made recently. We haven't made a night movie. Let's do something about an, about knights and King Arthur. It's a classic. At least that makes sense. Save it. Save it for the next episode because I, I have some thoughts. There. I have some thoughts. OK, well, my thought is we would love it if you would go subscribe to uh, Honey. We made a Disney podcast. Uh, leave us a review Please leave a better review for us than you did for this film, than we did for this film. But thanks again for listening to another episode.